One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello everyone, welcome to the Red Men TV, it's Instant Match Reaction. It was West Ham 1, it was Liverpool 3, and Paul Machen, uh, Ben Kelly joins me in the studio for this one. Uh, ben, lovely, just lovely stuff. Yeah, relief in the end. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it obviously took us a little while to get going. And, and you know, I think, I don't want to start off necessarily on a negative note, but I think after Thursday, the performance of the first half is a little bit of a slog, mm -hmm. was maybe a little bit underwhelming, but then, you know, you come out in the second half, it makes a couple of key changes and... You know, we look good again, you know, and, and today today was always going to be a tough game, even after Thursday when, we, you know, we came away from that after having put in a really good performance. You know, West Ham were just below us in the table going into that game today. You know, they've been they've been flying high. They've been getting some good results. They've got some really talented players. Um, you know, obviously, our injury situation, again, got seemed to worsen every single time we play. But but again, before the game today, we're missing Mane. And ultimately, in the second half, we swipe them, you know, to one side and, and, and get the win. It was, yeah, it, it's mad, isn't it? Because I think we all could do with the moments with Liverpool just handily winning games. Get back to just being better, being better in first halves, being better in second halves. But you know, these those games where even if you're at the, at the peak of your powers, you, your best players, you're your best eleven out there, with the approach that West Ham have, and you know we've seen this approach time and time again, replicated all the way back now to to, to the West Brom game just after Christmas. Um, it, it's tough breaking teams down. It's, it's dead hard. I can think mm -hmm. of it. so many games that I've been to. I think about the amount of times we played Stoke and it was just a grind and you, you, you used to take mad games. I mean, think about the, a couple of those games, the, the Stoke games that stand out. It's like Bobby Firmino scoring a world. Your Coutinho scores one from distance. You need, you mm. need those kind of things. The Spurs one, you know, because we started so brightly in that game that it does, but you stand up by comparison. But, you know, look, again, we had to rotate for this game. You know, we we're not play, we're no we were nowhere near as strong in terms of our eleven that we put on put on on the pitch here, and in terms of the turnaround. And again, I actually think West Ham defended far better than than Tottenham did. Yeah, yeah. The, the absence of Mane makes a big difference. Sutton Chris and I pointed out during commentary, you didn't have Mane making that run from out to in and getting in behind their defence. Yeah. Salah tried to do that a couple of times yeah. though. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think I think yeah I think you're right overall. I mean. West Ham are always going to do that. They're, they're going to be one of those teams that you know that are that are going to sit in even more so than Tottenham, I'd say, because at least at least Tottenham have a little bit more pace on the counter attack to, to kind of break out from that. Um, and obviously, you know, West Ham also has some very, you know Declan Rice. They've got Ogbonna. You know, they've they've got some really strong defensive players who you know are going to find it very difficult. But I think what you need, and, and you know, and maybe where Liverpool struggled a little bit in the first half is obviously the, the introduction of Jones quite literally in that pit, in that in that split second changed the game because I think in those games you need somebody who's just
just going to out out from midfield take the game to West Ham a little bit mm-hmm. more. You know, in with the likes of Milner and Wijnaldum and Thiago, you know, nothing against them. They're not necessarily that type of player who's going to get the ball and run at a back four. Mm-hmm. You know, Thiago's probably your most creative out of those three players, but it is more with what he can do passing the ball. And it's it's the perfect type of game. This is why we always play Cater against West Ham when he's fit, because he picks up the ball. Chamberlain's good at doing it as well and drives between the lines. And obviously it's it's the Jones, it's the Jones change that makes the difference in the second half. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because we'll, we'll we'll just touch upon it because like the, the, the pe- it was perfect because you yeah. had Milner coming off and having a moan, having a little bit of a whinge at Jürgen about coming off because you look, we're all going thirty five years old. You can't play three games a week, and Milner's like, uh, says who? Yeah. I'll play every minute of every game, every single chance you, you give me, I'll take what I'll take what I can get. Um, and he obviously wasn't happy because he, he was having a good game, Milner. To, mm. to, to to his credit, again another good game. Um, but Curtis Jones comes in, and he writes just adds another dimension. The thing that's re- and, and I love the the reaction from Milner then clop to it just like two men are just go because you, you know yeah. we live in the internet generation where people die on hills forever and yeah. ever just just for the sake of being angry about stuff and I love that they've just done the thing that you would do I've gone uh, oh yeah. yeah, right. Okay, it just yeah. well, what it just sums yeah. everything up. I yeah. mean, we had this situation, didn't we, last season when it, it was Mane at Burnley and like he was getting wound up for being brought off or whatever. And like you know, we know that as soon as you get in the dressing room or as soon as you come out of the dressing room after a game, everything's fine. Yeah. Like there's, there isn't a problem. But to see it that instantaneously in a split second, yeah. Curtis Jones does that, and straight away he's just like all forgiven. Yeah, yeah, you were right. It's, it's like cool. honestly, I thought it was it was just it was just brilliant. It says um, yeah, it just says everything about the, this this squad. And there's no there's no egos in there. Oh, yeah. there's a system in place, and the manager has to be trusted to do what he does. And he got asked about it, and he said like, I'm not always right, you know. But it's just you know, it's one of those things. Isn't it? I like the fact that no one's born any ill. Ill, Ill feelings over it. What I, what I thought was was great about Liverpool in this and the way that they conducted themselves was very much that they just kept trying things. We never fell into a trap, and we never fell into the trap of doing the same old stuff on repeat ad nauseum. You know, there was times when we used Trent really well down the right. There was times when we used Robbo really well down the left. There's moments where Divock Origi, particularly in that second half, he has that great run to the byline and cuts it back for Salah. You got moments where Milner's breaking lines and getting into the box. Thiago's trying to do the same. We just kept we kept probing. And I'd said this at half-time, and then Chris disagreed in terms of, I said, we need to keep pounding on the door. He said, well, we're not pounding on the door. It's like, well, okay, yeah, it's all down to definition. What mm. Liverpool were doing was they, they were unsettling that defence, and there was no one moment, there was no one way of attack that West Ham went, right, we've got to grips with Liverpool yeah, here. Yeah. They just kept trying different things, different things. We swap positions, Milner crop up on the left, and Thiago crop up on the left. And when you keep doing that, and you have confidence in what you're doing, Eventually it'll come because we're a really good team, and that's just how the game. Yeah, and I think I think obviously the team selection helps that as well because when I think you know from West Ham's perspective, they look at the team and Firmino's not in there, Manny's not in there, Origi and Shakira in there, and it's not necessarily a list of players that we you know you, can, you there was no way of looking at the team and going oh well he's definitely playing there and he's definitely playing there. I think you touched on this before the game, so from their perspective as well, even on the pitch, if if they're not necessarily keeping specific positions throughout the game, it makes it a lot. It like makes it a lot more difficult, and especially for a player like Shakiri, I think, because I think when he is on song, he's quite underrated in the sense of he can do a lot of things with the ball. He can yeah. cross. He can play. You know, through the through the through the eye of the needle passes. He can do a bit of running with the ball as well. And when he's when he's playing in more of a ten role, like he was in periods of his game, and he's supporting the left, he's supporting the right, he's picking the ball up in midfield. He's a very very tough player to track. Yeah. No. No. Absolutely. 
absolutely. And Shakir is a good example of this today where, you know, when he was right in the thick of things, I think he, he's... The fact that he's not up to speed in any great position on any, any position, particularly on the field for us, kind of is is a bit telling. But you see that second goal, like Klopp's actually said, he, he, I thought I was a bit annoyed because I thought he, he hit it too early. <laughs> but that is that's a mark of genius. Yeah, like oh, yeah. that that second goal for me because the first goal is excellent, the third goal is outstanding. It was the the beautiful simplicity of the second goal where. You know, particularly when we're playing against the counter-attacking team, and I think people forget that we are at our best. Uh, we're we're better than every counter-attacking side because yeah. that's where we came from. That was how we evolved into this side. And you think Trent not messing about, get it into Shakiri. Mo trusts Shakiri to go and do what he needs to do, and then Shakiri, like if he fluffs that, he fluffs it. But he's such a technically gifted footballer mm-hmm. that he has that stuff in his lock and that's the best of Shaqiri when he's not being asked to perform a tactical a tactical role he's not being asked to do all the extra bits and pieces he's being asked to kick a football in a way in such a way that creates opportunities that's genius and the touch from Mohamed Salah is there aren't unreal. there aren't many players in the world who can do that and and under, have the have the composure to 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 not land in I mean and even even most Salah sometimes I don't like it some somehow it shocks me that Mo Salah had the because that's the type of thing that Mo Salah often tries to control and then goes around the goalkeeper and maybe faffs about with a bit too much. But I think maybe he just got the taste for the after scoring the first goal and what a delicious finish that was. It was and he just got I'm just sticking this in. Well, it was cl- it was clinical Salah at his, yeah. at his at his best where he's just touch goal. There you yeah. go. That's what I do. Yeah, and then he just brushes it off, doesn't he? Yeah. Ruth, and what? And what? Everybody. Killer. And, yeah. and, 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 and that, you're dead right in that. The Salah stuff is often where he has a little bit too much time or, or yeah. whatever. He's just, he's caught on the hop. I don't think there's any way he's expecting Shakiri to play that first time, but he just he just clicks yeah. into world class footballer gear. The, the 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 touch I said is absolutely you couldn't you could do that a hundred times over and, and get it wrong every single time you yeah. know what I mean that's how difficult a pass it is to control to then do it so I mean this is right foot he brings it down with his right foot yeah. and then dinks it with his left it's um that's one of the goals of the season for me it's a bit it's a bit of a cliche but I just you, you, you can't teach that you, you you genuinely have either got it or you've not and there are you know there are players in this Liverpool side you know Milner had a couple of wayward touches in the first half yeah. who as you say it is about the you know the technical gift did players um, you know Shakiri is one of them Salah's definitely one of them where you know you, if you're somebody like James Milner you, you know you can work and you can work and you work you know but I, I don't necessarily think if it was James Milner in that situation he quite would have had the natural caress of the ball that's not his job but like it's just it just highlights how good Salah is because those players can do it without thinking Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. And he's one of the best footballers on the planet. Yeah, and yeah. I think, we, and it's mad that we have to keep reminding ourselves of that. It should be, it should be like accepted the way that it was accepted that like Suarez was the third best player in the world when he was at Liverpool and no you could say that and no one would go mm. he's but it's something about Salah where he has to he's like he has to prove himself every other week his goal return is unreal 20 goals a game in, in, in a season already you know in, in all comps I, I say he had that little that little slump which which went along with Liverpool's slump in general mm. he's been he's been unreal this season absolutely unreal and, and in a world where no one's talking. No one's talking about it. You know what I mean? Like from outside of Liverpool, everyone's going on about Harry Kane, and everyone's yeah. still talking about Vardy, and everyone's still talking about all these other bits of pieces. Salah just keeps doing it. Honestly, I said this the other day. I said uh, to to my friends, you know, in, in a in a Facebook Messenger group, I was like, he's got nineteen goals. Obviously, tw- goes to twenty one today. He's got nineteen goals this season. He's leading the Golden Boot, and every, I f- still feel like the perception is. He's not as good as he was, or, or whatever. And I think it, it, you know, it still comes down to that first season and and the, and the levels that he set himself. And, and you know, unless you're Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo, you're probably not going to repeat that every single season. But to get 20 goals and above for four seasons in a row yeah. is absolutely outstanding. We're only in January, you know. He's 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 on course to score 35 plus. Oh, absolutely. Well, no, look, I mean, you're dead right. You know, he he could because you tend to find as well, like the season where he scored all the goals, he, he got better. Than the season went on. He didn't. He didn't. He, he hadn't scored half his goals by the halfway point. You know what I mean? He, you could. This could be a forty-goal season for Mohamed Salah. Mm-hmm. The way the way he plays at the moment, and you, the, the the Messi and the Ronaldo thing. You're right. Superhuman players, and they're they're on a level that you know that's above world class. Yeah. They almost they're almost not fair to have them to have them in the top players in the world conversation because they're like from another planet yeah. almost. But Salah's for me, he's right right up there, and he's so integral to what we do. And the best the best version of Mo Salah is the version that's been at, been at Liverpool. Pool. Um, when you consider all the other players that everyone's tried to float out, this is just it's every season turns up, scores the goals that we need. More often than not, walks off with the golden boot at the end of the season. Yeah. And um, now he, he, he's unreal. And I, I just wish he'd look a little bit happier when he does it. Oh sometimes it's like, it's like it's like yeah, what, what do we want? I'm, yeah. I'm made up. Like you know, yeah. if he doesn't want to celebrate, he can do whatever he can do. To be fair, to be fair, as a counter that he spoke quite well. I don't know whether you caught his interview I, after I the game. But he did spoke, speak quite well, and yeah, he had a bit of banter with Jeff Reeves. So good, you know, what, what, can you, what can you say? I, I just it's like that. You know, it's like the thing. He can, he can celebrate however he wants. He can do whatever yeah. he wants. And, he's and the right. There's just something about him, no, and, and I think this is. The thing about Salah that Mane has a bit of this as well to be fair but the truly best of the best you know there's moments where you, you, you're breaking away and you maybe jump past the man and you score a great goal and you go ah but the other moment when you You've ever been, we've all had this. I'm sure we've all had this to some degrees in our in our limited footballing careers when you've done something and you're like you're so made up with it that you just are a bit like I don't know maybe that's just because I'm a bit of a prick I don't know but like I that's that, like that, it's like a bit of arrogance. Yeah, it's a bit of like, come on, I I, I like that in Salah. I like I like the fact that he just 
it's just going about being lethal and being ruthless, and it, it definitely suits Liverpool because it's another moment where if we've talked about Liverpool losing that aura in this last mm-hmm. in the last five weeks or so, people thinking they can get more out of Liverpool than they should be able to think. And when you've got Salah, just look, you know, look at Salah there. They'll be watching like the, the Brighton will be watching that, and City will be watching that. Well, Brighton are a goal City. up against Tottenham already. Right. Yeah. Well, Brighton, you know, City will be watching that stuff, and they'll be looking at Salah, and they'll be going, "Oh Christ." Mm. Because that that look and that attitude and that that you know that that the way yeah. the, the the way just the arrogance it bored yeah it it is an arrogance isn't it and that's okay Great. in those players yeah, yeah you know it's it's a, it's a it goes there's there's a fine line between self belief and confidence and and then arrogance and I think that's you know a, a Gary Neville summed it up and you know I, I don't particularly like to talk about Gary Neville but he, he summed it up really well on one of the Monday night footballs before Christmas he was like you know a lot of the top players in the world. To always talk about for the team and they're doing it for the team there's genuinely that part of Salah's brain that I think he said being the best player in the world rocks his world yeah. like he he wants to he wants to go home put his feet up at the end of the day and say that was fucking amazing for me today how yeah. good was that for me yeah. he sits on the match of the day and he oh they're talking about me again I love that and that's fine because that they are the players who will win you leagues and, look, and that's the thing and it's a, it's a heavy burden to bear sometimes Gerard had to bear that burden you know plenty of footballers have it over the years where you you know that. Let's be honest. You're the best player, yeah. and like, and and it's 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 difficult at Liverpool because because you could make a case that Mane is our best player, and you can make a case that Virgil Van Dijk's our best player, or Allison, or blah 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 blah. But at the end of the day, goals win football matches, and Salah scores more goals and therefore wins for more football matches for us than anyone else. So. He has that, so he does carry that pressure, so, and, and he knows it, and I think he likes it. I think he does. But I don't think well. I don't necessarily think it's a pressure. I don't think. If, I think the difference is now, certainly for the first time in my life, if Salah doesn't show up most of the time, Liverpool can still win football matches. Unlike when Luis Suarez was leading the team in 13-14 and you know, the game against Chelsea late on in the season is the perfect example. If, if Suarez doesn't show up, we, we're struggling. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Because Sturridge was injured all the time. We didn't, we didn't particularly have the, the defence to, to bail him out or, you know, or anything like that. So right now, I, don't necess- I think Salah can just enjoy being the best player if that's yeah. what you want to call yeah, him. Yeah, true. true. Yeah, you, he's you, not showing up every week going, you, you're oh, right. I've got to score. You are right, but the point I'm sort of making in this is that He's the superstar of this team. Mm. He's the guy who's on the Pepsi billboards, and you know, and he's the guy. He's the the big. He, he is a world, he's a icon. global icon. Yeah. You know, so he is like you know when when we don't necessarily you know might be the players we love. We might all love Andy Robertson more because we just do. Mm. You know what I mean? But Mohamed Salah is the is the global Liverpool icon. He is he is. Yeah. I'm Virgil Van Dijk. You know the ones. They're the ones who are on the side of buildings. There's there's a you know we we've chatted about we've seen this. There's a Mohamed Salah. Well, there was a Mohamed Salah mural on the side of yeah. a, 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 a theatre in, in Times Square. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and that, everybody that, knows who he is. And generally, there's, there's a pressure that comes yeah. with that. There's a pressure of being like having be, being Africa's number one player. Yeah. Like an entire continent yeah. looks to didn't you. He, as didn't, all didn't, of that. didn't he get a load of votes for Egyptian prime minister or president or something like that? Like that. That's the level that he's the, reached. Well, this is the point. He's not just Liverpool pressure. He's got the global yeah. pressure, and you can see. It. And I think you know. And I think he does carry that with him. And that's a pressure that we'll never, we'll all never be able to understand. Um, but he, this is games like this are where he elevate, he elevates himself above all that. You know. And again, it's all about this not being the guy. But he started in a front three with Origi and Shakiri nominally. Mm. He is the guy who's got to go and win the game for us, and he goes and wins. He goes and wins the game yeah. for us with two like 
completely outrageously brilliant goals, which are provided by the platform of the team and so. But he's still the guy who's tasked with doing yeah. it. And just great. I mean, I could go through it. It was just briefly uh, the under the player I want to focus on. We will talk about this. We're going to do an hour on this tomorrow on the final word show. So if you are a YouTube member, a club captain, or club legend, or you subscribe to our streaming service on the RedmanTV.com, you'll get that full show tomorrow where we'll cover every player and every goal. Um, Nat Phillips. Um, I'll be honest. Like I, I, I've been as critical as anyone about Nat Phillips. I think you know I, he's. We know what he is as a centre half. He he impressed me. Like genuinely. Mm-hmm. Not I, I. I. I've been critical of him, and I've said it also. I love watching Nat Phillips play football because mm-hmm. he's a man who gives every every ounce of himself to every movement he makes on the pitch. Like he, he plays like a lad who knows. This is it. This is it for me. This is my chance. This is my yeah. moment. It might I might never come again. So I'm gonna go and pour every egg of energy into this stuff. And like today, not just that, because he was winning headers constantly. But he, you know, in terms of his culture, in terms of his passing, in terms of his all-round play, it was just it, uh, Sammy Hippie will be proud, Paul. <laughs> but you, you know, yeah. But if you and I said this on the on the on the fan reactions. If you came to this game watch it and watch Liverpool yeah. and were told that we had this inexperienced centre half at the yeah. back, you'd be you'd be looking at it going, Where? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, hundred percent. And I think it it might help that he's been talked through it by by Henderson, because you know, just I mean, we saw that video that came out after the Spurs game. Henderson just doesn't shut up. So Henderson is talking to him all the time, which is great. That's what you want from your captain. And when he's playing at centre half, you've you know, you'd argue that as a captain you've got a bigger area to sort of spread your net. Um but yeah, Nat he just he, he's so big and la- you know like he just in the air and then on the ball as well. I thought actually today he impressed me yeah. more than more than um, you know I expected him to in terms of actually doing what Joel Matip does sometimes and, and bringing the ball forward and then pl- and playing the right pass. I still say I, I feel like sometimes he you know he gets there and he goes oh now what you know and he sort of <laughs> then doesn't know what to do panics a bit. Yeah. But maybe that will come if he you know if he has to play more over the next few weeks. Obviously it's looking like we are we bringing a centre back in, mm-hmm. um, which is which is good news because I think we just need another body in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but if if ultimately over the next few weeks it might be a mix of of Reese Williams, Nat Phillips, and Ben Davis, if it, if this is the guy, then you know at the moment I think it's it's Phillips's place to lose. You know, in terms of the, you know the, the 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 performances that we've seen between Phillips and, and Williams at the moment, Williams just looks like the guy for, out of those two. Yeah, Phillips. Philip, did I say? Yeah. Did it's I fine. say Phillips and Phillips? No, or Williams no, no, no. and yeah, Williams. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Phillips is there. Yeah, okay. that Phillips, great, absolutely yeah. fantastic performance from him. And yeah, it was it was great. It was a wonderful performance from Liverpool. Let us know your thoughts in the comments underneath. Don't forget to check out tomorrow. We're going to be doing the final word show uh, ten thirty. That's going to be streaming live on YouTube for uh, club captain and club legend members, of course. Um, and yeah, there's a whole host of additional extra content. I, if you want to stick around on YouTube, I'm going to be doing a, a video very shortly about the impending. Uh, deal for Ben Davies as well no idea what he just said there um, but uh, yeah stay tuned uh, for all for all of that on the YouTube channel so that should be very good indeed but yes don't forget we've also got around the league show with Ben tomorrow you're going to be doing stats and tactics as yes, well and a, and a tactical preview for City coming up this week as well yes all of that and a hell of a lot more on the redmentv.com the full fat streaming service experience from us guys here at Redmen TV so do go and check that out uh, but yes that was wonderful what a wonderful afternoon of football it has been the Reds back up climbing the table third place and hopefully uh, in touching distance of Man City to really give them a bloody nose at the weekend after we get past Brighton fingers crossed uh, look we'll see you all soon very shortly indeed in fact uh, ta
Thank you so much for watching the Redmen TV YouTube channel. Everything we do here is funded by our wonderful subscribers to theredmentv.com. Get over there, sign up and get amazing additional content, interviews, documentaries, mini-series and of course additional pre and post match day content.